Do you have questions about the Catholic faith? Are you just listening because you randomly found this podcast? Whatever the reason, we're glad you're listening. From prayer to the Eucharist to exploring the treasures of the Catholic Church, we will talk about the faith in day-to-day life. This is Seeking Sanctus. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to another episode of Seeking Sanctus. I am your host, William, and we have a rather large announcement for the future of the podcast today. I actually have someone else in the recording with me. Uh, I know, been a while. Um, But this is a friend of mine from our parish named Tim. Tim, you want to say hi? Hello, everybody. All right, and you heard it here first. That is Tim. (laughs) Okay. But in all seriousness, Tim is now going to be a big part of the podcast because he is now my co-host. And I know that's, you know, kind of a big jump, but uh, we were up at the, I went up to the parish youth group because we have it. Uh, anyone who goes to our parish will know we have it every Wednesday. And Tim goes regularly. And Tim wanted to co-host the podcast when he found out about it. So here he is. Uh, what have you been up to up at youth group, Tim? Uh, well, pretty recently we had the Feast of Michaelmas and we had uh, the traditional foods. And so that's what we did recently. And that was a lot of fun. We have sixth through eighth and then high school. And we talk a lot about our faith and the reasons behind it. And so we were talking about the angels, uh, an episode you did pretty recently. And so we took that and we had a good time. Ah, see, Tim's been listening to the podcast. (laughs) Um, In all seriousness, though, I think it's great that you guys are oriented around faith. Uh, We used to have youth group when I went to St. Mary's, and we did like faith games. But I think it's also a great idea to actually sit down and talk about your faith, because that's something that I feel like a lot of youth groups don't do anymore. Right, yeah. You know, sometimes we get too focused on the world around us and you know we need to take the moment to stop and look back at the reason why we're there and what we're doing exactly and for those of you who don't know about the saint mary's parish youth group who maybe go to our parish uh it is open i believe unless they have changed the age you can join in the eighth grade all the way up through high school have they changed that or did i have that right uh, they did actually change it. They have now uh, semi-split it so that when we get there, it starts at 6 on Wednesdays. And we all gather and we play games, you know, cards. We have some various games we play, and it's open from the 6th to 8th, and we'll take that. And when it's time to start the lessons, we split between the 6th and 8th, and they go with their teacher and then the high schoolers, we go with our teacher and then, you know, lessons are kind of different for the age groups, but they did extend it down to sixth graders. Ah, see, see, he's up to date. I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you, anybody listening to this who goes to our parish has someone that they think would like the youth group. And like Tim said, you can join in the sixth grade all the way up through high school. Uh, just let them know they're open to everybody. You know, all you got to do is show up, you know, games, talking, faith. It's all there. Yeah, absolutely. We are absolutely welcome to anyone who comes. 
and you know we really have we do we really do have a good time you know we get the games and then even when we go to discussion you know we have really good teachers who are there to make sure we really understand it and father robert our local parish priest does a really good job at making sure everything runs smoothly and everything's understood uh, and then uh, possibly one of the best parts about it is after we have our games and our lessons we have a uh, a meal together where we come and we gather in fellowship. That's awesome. Is it still mainly pizza oriented or was that just a thing when I was in it? <laughs> Our first few meetings, it was pizza oriented, but recently we have had quite the shift in uh, food. We had lasagna one night and we had sandwiches and we had a taco bar. So, you know, we, we really do get a do good spread of the foods. That's awesome. It's changed quite a bit when I was there. Uh, yeah, from when I was there. <laughs> from what I've heard, it has changed a little bit, but we we still use our youth room that was made, I don't know how many years ago. Yeah, it's been there quite a while. <laughs> um, I think it's been that way since before I joined, so it's been that way for at least, you know, the past five or six years at, at the very least. I'm pretty sure it's been there for a long time. Yeah. I have a few of my siblings used to go to youth group and I'm pretty, from the pictures I've seen, I'm pretty sure it was the same way back then too. Yeah. It's a classic, <laughs> but uh, what do you, are you guys doing anything that you know of this coming youth group? Well, I don't know yet of our current plans. As I said, we just finished up the Michaelmas and the Angels. Uh, before that, before we had taken a little detour for the feast, we had been talking about the charisma and redemptive suffering. So I would expect we're going to head back towards that track. Interesting topic. <laughs> if you it's an important some- one. It is, yes. And if you guys want some deep discussions, just come to youth group. They, You wouldn't think that, you know, it would be as deep, you know, because it's a gathering of high schoolers and middle schoolers. But I've been up there and you guys have some really good questions. Well, you know, you adults, you, you guys already got everything known, I hear. But, you know, us youth, we got, we're still trying to figure it all out. Yeah, well, I, for one, definitely do not know everything. I am still learning as much as you guys are. Yeah, and even Father Robert, I think, he's still learning things from time to time. There's just such a wealth of knowledge in the Catholic faith. I think it's really important that we have somewhere where we can kind of sift through it and, you know, dig out the important details that maybe we miss. A.K.A. Follow Seeking Sanctus. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys important plug (laughs) but yes um that's kind of the goal of this as well we've gone through a bunch of little known aspects of the faith um we even discussed architecture right you wouldn't think architecture would be a big part of the faith but what you don't realize is a lot of the symbols shapes and designs of the churches points to deeper parts of the faith right yeah i remember in one of my religion classes, uh, we talked about the book of Revelation and how St. John saw the vision of heaven and how like the floor of church was 
supposed to in some way mimic that vision with the tiling. Yes, exactly. So yeah, we're see, gonna I, be oh go ahead. I can def I can definitely see how architecture would, would play an important part to that. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people don't. Like you see a church and it's like, okay, it's a church, but it's a building, right? It's you would think that the a lot of people focus on, you know, the more spiritual aspects of faith, but there's a lot in the physical as well. Right, yeah, and I feel like that's something that is really uh, you know, unique to Catholicism when you look at different denominations, just the structure of our churches and cathedral uh, compared to the more Protestant churches. Yeah, for sure. Have you been up to the uh, uh, Belleville Cathedral or the St. Louis Cathedral? They're both, you know, pretty close. I have been fortunate enough to see the Belleville Cathedral. I was able to go up there for deacon jim's ordination it is absolutely beautiful i'm surprised i didn't see you i think we were up there uh i know we were up there for i don't know. i i don't remember i have him i think i have him backwards we went up there my brother helped he sold rosaries and helped pay the way for a uh up, uh upcoming priest you know to pay his way and so we went up there for that and i don't remember if if we went up there for Deacon Jim's or if we watched it over live stream, we might've been unable to go, but I know we at least watched it over live stream. Right. Yeah. But uh, either way, that's really cool. It's always amazing to be able to do that, especially since a lot of people don't live close enough that they can just drive up there to go see ordinations. Right. Yeah. It's definitely definitely not a walk down the road like it is for getting to our local parish but i think the drive is definitely worth it it's such a beautiful cathedral and it holds a lot of importance in our diocese yeah it really does and uh i just had an idea um for a future episode thank you for the inspiration <laughs> Well, we've been talking about churches, so I think we might do an episode, if you're up for it, on Eucharistic miracles. That would be a good episode. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of people don't realize that the spiritual and the physical sometimes interconnect, but enter Eucharistic miracles. <laughs> right, exactly. The Eucharist itself is such a good example of that, with the bread and the wine becoming the physical and spiritual embodiment of jesus christ himself fully physical and divine exactly and i think that's the tripping point for a lot of people it still looks like bread and wine it's under the appearance but it is actually the body and blood like there's no you know it's not a symbol you know or anything like that it is physically the body and blood and i think that's what trips a lot of people up right and it's it's important that we know that the full embodiment of Christ is there because it shows us the full sacrifice that Christ gave us. And it is very important that we know how amazing that sacrifice is, because if he did not die for us, we would still be sinners. Because as I believe it was Paul who said, if Christ doesn't rise from the dead, our faith is in vain. And so we need that sacrifice 
to have any faith because without that body of Christ, without the blood that was shed, we don't have anything to cling on to and our faith is in vain. Exactly. And I mean, just the thought of that should be enough because the literal creator of the entire universe, not just us or our planet, but literally holds every piece of matter in the universe together, died for us. Bloodshed on the cross it is, if you've never been able to go to a Good Friday service or any of those masses or services in Holy Week, I, I encourage you to go. They are amazing. Uh, the first time I was able to see them, first time I was blessed to see them, it really, I was taken aback by just the utter beauty of it. Good Friday, especially when the priest and the deacon processed and they just lay prostrate in front of the altar. And we take that moment to realize that our God, who made us, the world around us, who gave us everything good, came down from heaven lived our life and then died the terrible death on the cross just so we could be with him in heaven forever. It's amazing. It is. And not only the fact that he chose to die for us, he died the worst death the Roman empire had, which is crucifixion. That is the worst physical punishment the Romans could come up with. Right. Yeah. And it, it wasn't just like your everyday punishment. It was reserved for the worst of criminals, which exactly. is why it seems so strange to us sometimes that we go to read the Gospels and we see Pontius Pilate gives them the option, as it was accustomed to on the feast, to release one of the prisoners. He said, I could release Jesus or I could release uh, Barabbas, who was a terrorist and a revolutionary who caused chaos and murder and they still chose to kill jesus on the cross because they were just so angry with him that he preached a truth different than theirs which is why i think it's important that we go out there and preach our faith which is another circling back to the youth group another really good reason for it is that uh you know teaching to the youth and putting in that spirit gives a catholic church better chance to keep itself thriving in the world because right now in the world it's turning its back on the church and we need to be ready to take on those challenges indeed and like tim was saying if you have not had the opportunity to go to like he said a good friday service or just any mass um or even just the youth group if you don't feel comfortable going to mass you can just walk in to any if you live near our parish uh, you can come in, or if you live near any Catholic church in general, you can just go attend the mass and see how you feel or go to the youth group. They're not going to turn you away. Exactly. We are called to accept everyone. We are told that we are not to judge or we will be the ones who are judged. And I truly hope that every Catholic church around the world Every person who finds himself attached to the Catholic faith accepts that we need to accept everyone. We can we can believe that they might be wrong, but we need to know that our judgments are not important and that we need to let God 
be the final decider of everything. So if you ever see someone you haven't seen before at church, maybe they look unsure about themselves, you know, maybe give them a little bit of confidence, maybe explain something to them. But whatever you do, you can't try to make them feel like an outcast because maybe you know more about them because we are called to be disciples of Christ. Amen. All right. Well, I think that maybe we should wrap it up there. Uh, Next episode, hopefully we will have something bigger. This was just supposed to explain, you know, who Tim was, why he's here and the future of seeking Sanctus, which I think, uh, I hope this episode made that clear, but um, so yeah, we will hopefully have a bigger episode out. Like I said, maybe Eucharistic miracles, or maybe we could save that for you know, uh, a different time. But uh, I think it's going to be awesome to have a co-host because for those of you who have not listened to the early episodes of Seeking Sanctus, when it first started, um, our parish priest, Father Robert, and you know Levi James, um, our seminarian, were the host and co-host. But you know, times got really busy and they weren't able to keep it up because they are both very busy with their lives. You know, Levi is studying. Father Robert has to keep the whole church running. So they kind of were looking somebody for somebody to take it over. And I did that. But it's not as easy when you just sit here and talk to yourself. <laughs> so it's going to be awesome to have a co-host. So thank you for agreeing to that, Tim. I, I look forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to it as well. You know, sometimes you just need a chance to really talk about your faith, you know. It's not as it's not easy to practice in everyday life, but you know when you get that chance to really confirm to yourself by talking about it, it gives you that extra push when you got to practice it. Amen. I completely agree with you. All right, so that's all we had. Um, we will be hopefully releasing an episode soon. Um, Tim, I don't know if I told you the schedule, the the planned schedule, anyway. <laughs> Um, is every two weeks or if something like comes up where we absolutely can't record once a month, but we try to shoot for every other week. We put out an episode. Okay. So we'll, we'll try to stick to that schedule unless something comes up where we can't put a video out uh, video uh, where we can't put out a podcast, um, which isn't super likely most of the time everything's okay but sometimes you know you have that last minute thing come up and it's like i can't fit it in right you know i hope that uh me joining will give us a chance to kind of avoid those situations where it's just absolutely impossible to do anything because even if God forbid something happens or we just neither of us can absolutely not be here or one of us can't be here. You know, if you if you got to be somewhere, maybe I can carry on the torch. Yeah, for sure. And that should like Tim said, that should hopefully be the case. So if you ever hear just me or just him, that's probably why. <laughs> All right. So hopefully I'm going to go ahead and stop this recording and we will hopefully pick up soon with another big episode. And I want to thank you all for tuning in. Maybe just say a prayer for us. And again, thank you, Tim, for agreeing to co-host. I am extremely excited for this opportunity. Yes, it's always good to 
get a chance from the Lord to share your faith. And I thank you for having me on. Oh, trust me. I was more than happy. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, like I said, maybe say a prayer for us. We will be praying for you. And we will see you all here next time here on Seeking Sanctus. Bye for now.